0: Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now, representing the Naperville Bicycle Club, are Daryl and Gann. So, Awfully nice to have you here. Love the bright outfits; those are are great. We're going to see you on the road. Again, I'm going to start with you. You recently joined the board uh, of the Naperville Bicycle Club, so tell me a little bit about the club.
1: Yeah, um, thank you for having me. And uh, Naperville Bike Club has been in Naperville for many years, and uh, I recently joined the uh, the board as an ad hoc member and to contribute to more community riding and to, you know, uh, make the club better and to have more members and more rides.
0: Okay. Now talk a little, how how did you come to the club?
1: So uh, I moved to the States in 2011 and the first thing came to my mind was to join a bike club because I used to ride in Mongolia. So, uh, you know, to spend my free time. So I joined the, the club and started riding with the members.
0: Okay. And pretty soon they were like, okay, we're going to get you on the board. (laughs) That's how it works in Naperville. Be careful. (laughs) Daryl, talk a little bit about the well-being benefits of bike riding. Because I think, you know, as we've gone through this last two years, a lot of people have taken up bike riding. So talk a little bit about that.
2: A lot of people have. The stores were very empty in in 2020. Um, Cycling is a great exercise not only for the body but for the mind because you're outdoors, you're in nature, you're getting physical activity. One of the things that a lot of people like is the fact that it's a low impact. So folks that, we even had a person on an e-bike ride with us because they had recently had hip surgery oh, and they were okay. literally recovering but they could still ride. Whereas you might not, you wouldn't be able to run or play basketball. So. And being outdoors, and there's also that camaraderie with people. right? We always are riding as a group when we have the events. There's at least three, four, five, six, ten people on a ride. So all of those things together really are that physical, mental balance that just improves your health tremendously.
0: Okay. About how many members do you have?
2: We're currently sitting at not quite a hundred members. Okay. About two thirds of those we call primary members because a fair amount is a household membership. Okay. So we do have, you know, a very discounted household membership program as well. Okay. So there's a lot of secondary members that are spouses, children, adult children, whatever.
0: Okay. So so it runs the gamut. So you've got a broad age range, I would assume, then. Yeah. Okay, all right. Ken. you know, I know one of the things that you talk about and wanted to get involved with is to get the Bicycle Club involved with the community. So talk a little bit about how the Bicycle Club has been involved with the community and what kinds of projects you've been doing there.
1: So um, uh, uh, I, for example, uh, ride for American um, Lung Association, American Diabetes Association, and uh, multiple Sclerosis Society. So um, these organizations uh, held rides uh, once a year, and uh, they are, um, the riders have to raise funds okay. in order to participate in those rides. Um, so uh, I've been doing couple of rides, you know, uh, in, in the many years um, in the past, and and also by riding for these um, societies and associations, I you know, I send the message that, you know, these diseases can be cured, and, you know, we have to, you know, um, raise awareness among the public about the diseases and how it can be prevented, you know. So, yeah.
0: So so you're really taking something that's a passion of yours in the writing that obviously benefits you, as Daryl just said. It benefits you sort of mind and body. But you're applying that to better good for other people, right?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm uh, contributing to the society and, you know, uh, not only just ride for fun of it but but also you know to um help you know uh educate more people about the diseases and you know how it can be prevented and you know so it's more like a you know, um, financial support to these organizations. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. by raising funds. You know, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, either you know, and a lot of organizations have runs, and a lot do have bike rides. So mm-hmm. it's it, and it is a good way because I think people really like to come out for those kinds of things. So it's it's a benefit. Daryl, what other kinds of activities does the club do?
2: Well, um, we will participate this year in the Naperville Rotary Ride. We'll okay. bring a team to that. Other than that, um, we try to have a lot of diversity in rides. There'll be some fast rides uh, every Sunday afternoon. For example, we do a one hour, very, very slow ride around Springbrook Prairie.
0: Oh, okay, nice.
2: Um, because the naperville bicycle club did for a while have a reputation of being very fast riders because we do have some amazing people
0: <laughs> who can
3: ride but, pretty fast who can who can ride
2: fast but there's so many people that just want to take a leisurely ride so we'll be riding it like eight nine miles an hour around oh, springbrook just my
0: speed okay great yeah,
2: it's, it's great <laughs> and um the saturday morning coffee ride to oswego which is moderate um and then, of course, all of the events where we'll have a real diversity of people out because all these events have different distances sure. and speeds.
0: So, da- now, okay, so if I join the bicycle club, is there like a list of rides? So, do you have like a schedule that I would then look at and say, okay, well, you know, I'm kind of that Springbrook slower person rider that, you know, I'm not really out there to beat a world record. I just really want to get out and I want to enjoy myself going around it. How, how does somebody find out about that?
2: We have a website.
0: Okay, awesome. Shocking, right? Yeah, (laughs) shocking, right?
2: And on that website, prominent on the main page is the ride calendar. Okay. And the ride calendar specifies uh, where the starting point, date, time, starting point, and speed.
0: Okay, okay. So I can judge. I'm not going to find myself out there and suddenly realize that I'm two miles behind everybody else. Right. Okay. Um, Do you ride all year?
2: Some people do. Okay. Um, I have an indoor trainer, for example, so I technically ride all year. But not outside. As an exercise. But in terms of outdoors, there's some hardy folks out there. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. So the club, um, you know, kind of goes for a long yeah. period of time just, but you can. Yeah.
2: And during those times, we'll do things like, well, the you know, the last couple of years kind of, kind of disrupted schedules. Sure. But in the winter, we try to have maybe a speaker come in. Okay. Um, We might have a movie night. Okay. We've uh, got about list of about twenty different bicycle-oriented movies. Nice. Um, And then we'll hold those at a local business, usually one of our sponsors. Okay. Um, So. Okay.
0: So there are things kind of happening throughout the year. There's
2: things that are happening throughout the year. Uh, When we did the kickoff this this year, uh, we held we did a lunch outdoors, uh, again near one of our sponsors in South Naperville and. It's a lot of social activity, a lot of friends, a lot of camaraderie. It's
0: all about the well-being.
2: It's all, it is. It really is. It all comes back
0: to that, right? It really is
2: all about well-being.
0: Gien, as you sort of look out to the future of the club, you know, what are you most focused
1: on? So I'm more focused on, you know, increasing membership and having more rides led by, uh, you know, uh, riders who are new to the club as well as uh, old to the club, you Mm -hmm. know and you know and contributing more to the society you know not only riding for fun but for other of these for organizations purpose. and having more riders join these uh, organized rides
0: okay i like that i like that It's kind of like cycle cycle for fun and for charity right yeah a little bit mm-hmm. yeah excellent well listen thank you so much for stopping by we really appreciate it and if you're interested in learning more about the nateville bicycle club please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight.
4: For more than 150 years, you've believed in Bucy. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Bucy's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as Neighbors Helping Neighbors, we're in this together. Bucy, grateful to serve the communities we call home.
1: We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Neighborville Crime Stopper.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now from Catholic Charities are Amy LaFaust and Amy Lambert. So I have two amazing Amys with me today. So excited to talk to you both. I'm going to start out with you, Amy
5: LaFaust. We're going to talk a little bit about what does Catholic Charities do in DuPage County. Sure. We do a whole lot. Um, In DuPage County, we provide assistance to people who are low-income. are at risk of becoming homeless or who already are homeless and so we have um, our basic needs services which falls under our emergency services programs where we can provide food vouchers transportation passes Um, we provide referrals for furniture and clothing we also provide prescription assistance Um, And then within that program, we also have homeless prevention and rapid rehousing services. And so um, they kind of are what they sound like. So homeless prevention is that, it's preventing people from becoming homeless. So if somebody has some kind of an emergency uh, where they find themselves unable to pay their rent, they would contact us and we can see about helping them catch up on their rent so that they don't have to become homeless. And then rapid rehousing is where we can help with a security deposit, and a rental payment, usually the first month's rent, to help get somebody who's already homeless into housing quickly. Okay. Um, We also have programs that are supportive housing programs. And so those are geared at families who are homeless and have at least one dependent child. And we put them up in apartment units throughout DuPage County, and we provide intensive wraparound case management services. Um, really with a goal of that family obtaining income, obtaining employment, paying off debt, increasing their savings, um, all in hopes that they exit the program and they are self-sufficient and they don't need our help anymore. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is a lot. We also have an immigrant support program, which is fairly new over the past several years. And that program, we provide advocacy and direct financial assistance to individuals and families who are undocumented. We also provide community outreach and engagement to churches, schools, libraries, uh, whoever's looking to have you know, some kind of outreach event.
0: Okay. That's a lot of stuff.
5: It is. <laughs> we are busy. <laughs> yeah, you are. And a lot of prevention. I mean,
0: and I, I think that's so important, right? It's the ounce of prevention versus a pound of cure. If you can stop somebody from falling into homelessness, yes. you know, not only is that better for the family, but financially that's
5: better, right? Right. And, and with the pandemic the past couple of years, the numbers of people calling for homeless prevention type services have really, truly skyrocketed. Same with food assistance and now gas assistance. Yeah, oh, yes, the cost <laughs> of gas
0: is, is kinda, and I mean, it's scary. It it's is. scary, Particularly for those who are right on the
5: border of, yes. of really having some problems. People find themselves having to make a choice sometimes between paying their rent um, and getting food for their family. Yeah. And so that's where we kind of come in to try to help bridge that gap. Um, And provide them with other resources that are in the area, you know, to help make sure they can make ends meet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Amy Lambert, talk a little bit about the
0: Back to School Fair, because this is a big program for you and you're putting a lot of energy into it. So explain to the viewers what that's all about.
6: Of course, my pleasure. So this year marks the 31st year of Catholic Charities hosting the annual DuPage County Back to School Fair for all of our families here within DuPage County that need a little extra hand to foster a successful start to school in the new year. This year, the fair will operate again as a drive-through model. Um, being after following COVID and during COVID now, we're having to operate a little bit differently than what we have in the past. However, during this year, the back to school fair will allow for families to drive up who have pre-registered and receive a backpack school supplies along with other resources, including food assistance until supplies run out this year. So we're really excited to have the families come.
0: Yeah, now where is that gonna take place?
6: This year, the fair is actually going to take place on August the 10th at the DuPage County Fairgrounds in Wheaton.
0: Okay, so you've got a nice big space to get people in and through. How would a parent or a caregiver register for that, Amy?
6: Absolutely. We would invite them to go out to our website, the Catholic Charities Diocese of Juliet website, and there they will find a link to pre-register for the fair this year.
0: Okay, and I'm assuming no cost, right?
6: No cost. Right.
0: And and is there, uh, do they come at a certain time? Is there like time windows that people are coming through or how does that work?
6: Yes, great question. So this year the fair will operate from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So during that time, if you are pre-registered and have received confirmation, you're invited to come out during that time.
0: Okay, wonderful. Well, that sounds great. And it's such an important, I mean, that first day of school is Mm -hmm. so exciting. But it's only exciting if you've got what you need, as you put it, to be successful, right? So for those kids that, you know, otherwise would not have it, what a great service. Yeah. Um, Talk a little bit, and and, you know, you talked about some of the services that you Mm -hmm. offer. Uh, How would somebody that finds themselves, you know, worrying about the next rent payment or having to make really tough choices about gas versus food,
5: how would they access and and get engaged with you, Amy, at Catholic Charities? Yeah, so they would give us a call, and um, we would then connect them with one of our case managers, and um, we would bring them in for a one-on-one appointment. Where that case manager would do a needs assessment and really you know get an idea of the the picture of the whole family and what their various needs are oftentimes we find that if somebody needs food there might be another area that they're also in need of that maybe they just didn't say when they called us so um, once we do that needs assessment we might also have an application depending on what kind of help that we're providing and um, we'll also do some screening for other types of resources, like mainstream benefits. Okay. So if somebody's in need of food assistance, we will also make sure that they're getting SNAP benefits so that they can you know, get that monthly SNAP amount and purchase food for their family. Um, if they don't have those already when they come to us, we will help them fill out an application for assistance.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something that's so important, right? It's that, you know, oftentimes you, you're you working with families that, you know, by no fault of their own just suddenly find themselves in a time of trouble, right? So it's not like that information was something that they already, you know, had sitting on the kitchen table. I mean, they don't right. know what those resources are, and that's really one of the
5: key things that you're providing, right? It is, and, and that's one thing we very much provide is resources. So oftentimes people might be leaving with a food voucher or a gas voucher, but also they're leaving with many resources, you know, food pantries that are in the area, hopefully ones that are close to their home where they live, um, you know, various resources throughout DuPage County. Okay, now how can people contact you? If they find themselves in that situation, how do they contact you? Sure, they can contact us by calling us at our office in Downers Grove. Our phone number is 630-495-8008. And if they don't feel comfortable calling us, they can also email us at info at cc-doj.org. If they want to learn a little bit more about Catholic Charities, they can take a look at our website.
0: Okay, I know you've got a very robust website with a lot of information there, so that's great. Thank you both so much for stopping by and giving us so much good information. We appreciate it, and we wish you all the best with the Back to School Fair. To find out more about Catholic Charities, we invite you to go and visit their website.
4: For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Bucy's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as Neighbors Helping Neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. To stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today.
0: Welcome back to Spotlight and joining me now from the Chinese American Women in Action, or Kawa for short is Nancy Chen. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you, Jane, it's great to be here. Very nice to have you. Now, you have been a resident for 50 years. Mm -hmm. Hard to believe that you're that old, but you've been here for 50 years. I'd love you to tell us a little bit about your experience here in Naperville, and what led you to start this Chinese American women's organization? Well, thanks for asking. Yes, I have been, this
3: is my 50th years. My husband and I moved to Naperville in 1972 before our children were born. So I raised the two children, you know, a girl and a boy. And uh, we really felt very welcome when we came to uh, this city. And at that time, you know, actually our home was surrounded by cornfields. And of course, this is very different now. <laughs> uh, Naperville now has 22% of uh, Asian population. When we moved here in 1972, there were hardly 10 Asian and Chinese families here.
0: Wow! Yes. that's big growth, isn't yes, it? Yes,
3: big growth. But I felt very comfortable. My neighbors, uh, the schools, they all welcome us, and um, I uh, participate in the Home and School Association and be- eventually becoming the president of Home and School Association uh, BB Elementary School where my children attended. Um, so even in 1979, I organized a uh, Asian American Heritage Week, proclaimed by President Carter, um, and we had a cultural exhibit at the Old Nichols Library. Some some of the audience may remember that little <laughs> library, and we we had we had a, a demonstration on calligraphy, uh, brush ink paintings, and also some of the cultural artifacts exhibits. So it was wonderful. So what I meant is that. We really felt very welcomed, and this is my my children grew up here, went to public schools here. They are, you know, my son is in California now. My daughter moved back to Naperville.
0: Oh, nice! And this is
3: how much it means, you know, for us now. My granddaughter's here. Actually, she's attending the uh, Jefferson Junior High. So we are three generations in Naperville. Wonderful. And so when. Uh, things happened uh, during the pandemic. There was a racial incident that there was a Chinese American man that was yelled at and and threw uh, sticks at and to uh, telling him to go back to China. And then there was another woman that who actually made really derogatory remarks at the city council meeting. I really felt, gee, I mean, people don't recognize that we are Americans. The Chinese American residents here are Americans. We're not foreigners, and so with also across the country that there's such so much of the anti-Asian violence and racism, that a group of Chinese American women and I felt last last year we decided that we need to come together. We need to come together to make positive change, and uh, this is why that we. This is a group of diverse uh, Chinese American women with different professional backgrounds, different ages, we came together and formed KAWA. And KAWA is Chinese American Women in Action, basically to create positive change and ultimately to lead at all levels of our community and civic activities. And we want to work with government officials, civic leaders, uh, business leaders, and to come together so that we can increase our visibility and then also to ultimately to receive the recognition
6: mm-hmm. and
3: also the belonging, uh, the sense of belonging that we really deserve.
0: Yeah, well, I, it's, it's fascinating, Nancy, as I listen to you because you'd already done all of that. You'd already stepped out. You'd already been a leader in your community. Mm-hmm. You'd already contributed uh, greatly. So it, it's a shame that you're having to feel like you have to go back through that all. Mm-hmm. but. Good for you for starting something and bringing people together to try to find a positive way forward, right? So talk a little bit about Kawa. Is it just you've brought this group of women together? Are they all already leaders? or Are they new folks? Are there people that are looking to get involved in the community? Give us a little bit of an understanding of that. My board is a very
3: dynamic board. It's very small. There are only six women, including myself. So it's a, it's a very small group. Mm -hmm. So, we collectively come together with our different skills uh, and experiences to work uh, on Kawa. And what we wanted to do is to do the projects and programs that bring Chinese American women especially to say, we need to participate. We -hmm. need to be part of the Naperville community and other local communities so that people can see, as I said the sense of belonging is a two-way thing. You know, we want to feel we belong, but then other people have to recognize that. You we belong. are part
0: of it. Because your issues are the same issues as everybody else's. Exactly, is. exactly, yeah. yes. Now you have an act, I wanna make sure I get it right. Um, you're looking to help the schools implement the TEACH Act, T E A C H Act. Mm-hmm. What is that all about? What is that lore about, Nancy?
3: So this is really something that's very exciting. Last year, Uh, the Asian community came together with Asian American legislators, uh, passed a law requiring the teaching of Asian American history at all Illinois public schools. This was signed by law by Governor Pritzker and uh, it's going to be implemented this fall at all Illinois public schools. And so this is one of our major projects to help out to make sure that our local school district, District 203, 204, will have enough resources and um, understanding what kind of curriculums, because the the law actually is pretty vague. It only says it requires a teaching of Asian American history with a unit of instruction. So it's really interpretations by all school districts. What is a unit? And uh, so what we wanted to do, other, we have already met with the two, 203, 204 uh, school officials to sh- let them know that we are here to help with resources. One of the things we're doing now is that rather than uh, getting involved in the curriculum, what they do, but that's a school business, right? Mm-hmm. We are raising money to buy books to donate to the two public school districts so that students and teachers were extra resources for the books you know, on Asian American contributions, about our history, and about our experiences. And we are working in partnership with Anderson Bookshop. So there's a wonderful display at Anderson Bookshop, and we just launched our GoFundMe drive yesterday,
0: and the response has been really terrific. I love that. And I love what you say, and it's so often uh... It's the school's job to do their job, and this is how we're coming alongside. So kudos to you for that, I love that. Um, As we're wrapping up, Nancy, what's been the response in the community to COWER so far? The
3: response has been really overwhelming. For example, uh, our kickoff event on May 9th, and you were probably gonna be seeing some of the footage. I was surprised, we had 90 people come into our event Lots of uh, local elected officials, city council members, uh, state representatives, state senator, Laura Elman and uh, business leaders, and of course, <clears throat> Chinese American community leaders. And so the reception was really a huge success. And also, we have been getting donations you know, for, for the book drive, yep. and uh, people wanted to help And and for example, uh, Naperville Bank wants to partner with us to see how they can help, and other civic leaders are paying attention to us. So the response not only is great from our own community, it's really great from the Naperville community, the larger community, which is the goal that you have in the first place, right?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Nancy, thank you so much for coming by and sharing some information about your new organization. We wish you all the best. It's a tremendous initiative, uh, and we sure, with you at the helm, it will be successful. Thank you. Yeah, if you would like to learn more information about Kawa, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please visit our website at nctv17.com. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.